Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. What's wrong? You don't, you don't want to go to school tomorrow? You know what? You can just stay home. That's fine. Yeah, you can stay home because I said so. You don't have to go to school tomorrow. Why? Because it's Veterans Day. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, ready? No, I did forget. I, oh, good. Surprise. What a, what a wonderful surprise. Okay, The Graveyard Riddle by Lisa Thompson, chapter 25. And we're on page 181. What? What? Screeched Jake. Matthew, a spy? Don't be ridiculous. Matthew couldn't be a spy. He began to laugh laugh as if it was the most outlandish thing he'd ever heard. I thought he sounded a bit jealous. All right, Jake, said said Matthew. You've made your point. Matthew turned to hell. Let me get this right. You've been watching me ever since Teddy Dawson case was cracked, assessing me to see whether or not I can join M18. Hal nodded. Correct. Pull you up? Okay, go. We have files on you. Matthew Corbin, I know I can't. I can't. My arm's not that strong, babe. I noticed a flicker on of a smile on Matthew's face. He was thrilled. I could tell. And what was the outcome? I said. Hal shrugged. I guess the fact that when you haven't been approached, Matthew, that means that you were deemed unsuitable. He said. My superiors make those kinds of decisions. I believe we stopped following you a few weeks back. We were silent, thinking about what Hal had just told us. Anyways, I hope that's enough proof for you, said Hal. I noticed Jake was still unconvinced, but Matthew looked impressed. And no wonder Hal knew things about Matthew I didn't even know. Not only is Hal a secret agent, but he can do magic tricks as well, I said. Why don't you show them a trick? Hal shrugged. Okay, he said. He unzipped his pocket of his rucksack and took out a smooth pebble that he had, that had been on the windowsill. Here we have a pebble. Just a normal pebble, said Hal turning into a magician before our very eyes. As you can see, there's nothing strange about this pebble at all. Hal smiled and held the pebble up between his index finger and his thumb, and then he raised his hand as he formed a fist around it. He shook his fist five times and then furled both of his hands, revealing empty palms. Wow, said Matthew. That's cool. I giggled. Only Jake didn't look impressed. Right. Listen, I said, we need to talk about more important things now. Hal is in danger. The big graveyard cleanup is happening in three days, and we need to get him to number one so that we can hide him hide out for a while. He's going to be, it's going to be his safe house. Why doesn't he just go home, said Jake, or make a phone call to M18? We have procedures to adhere to that are strictly confidential, Hal said coolly. Besides, we are at a critical stage in the investigation. Hal is stalking out a criminal called Martin Stone, who has been communicating with the with his gang in the graveyard. I said, he's the one with a gun. He's behind the he's behind a jewelry theft in the Museum of Cambridge. Jake opened his mouth to interrupt. Before you ask, Jake, I looked up and said, The Kingfisher necklace was taken from the museum in Cambridge in 2015, and no trace of it has ever been found. Jake closed his mouth. 
we are getting closer to finding where the necklace was hidden for the past uh, uh, before it passed to its new owner. I know. I went on. We when we found it, it we can make a move. We said Matthew. Melody, are you involved in this too? I nodded. Melody has been an instrumental in solving some of the messages being passed in between the crim- back and forth between the criminals. Said Hal. I couldn't have gotten this this far without her input. I felt the glow inside my stomach. What kind of a message? Said Jake. A message that was left on the graveyard. They take form in a riddle and i believe that they will eventually lead to the whereabouts of the necklace if we can solve them before the stone does and locate the necklace then it's game over for him said hal he turned to me and he turned to me have you seen my have you had any luck with my latest message melody no not yet i said i i'd not given it much thought with the i don't remember what the last one was what with getting the key and seeing my dad's letter can I tell them about it? Hal nodded. I turned to Matthew. Matthew, you're going to love this, I said. It says, we have no flesh, feather, or bone, yet we still have fingers and a thumb of your own. Matthew scrunched up his nose as long as he thought about it. What about a fish, he said. No, it can't be. They don't have fingers. A monkey, Jake said. A dog, a goat. Matthew laughed. They all have flesh and bones, silly, he said. Jake looked hurt. And it can't be a bird, as they have flesh, bones, and feathers, I said. What about a reptile or an insect? Matthew took a hand out of his pocket to stretch his hand. My heart sank. He was wearing gloves, the plastic ones that you use for his that you use when his OCD was at its worst last year. Coming to the plague house must have caused him such anxiety that he felt he needed to wear them again to protect him from germs. He has taken a step backwards, and all it's all my fault. Oh, Matthew, I said, looking at his hands. I'm so sorry you shouldn't have come here. But Matthew was staring at his hands. Hang on, I've got it, he said. The answer to the riddle. You already solved it? I knew it, I said. He grinned at me. It's not an animal at all. It's something else. Something something not living, he said. I racked my brain. No flesh, no feathers, but it has fingers and a thumb. Now I knew it wasn't alive, and suddenly it made complete sense. Matthew had the answer right in his pocket. It's gloves, I shouted. Of course, that's brilliant. Matthew was still grinning at me. I knew he'd like riddles. I knew he'd like the riddles. But that's just stupid, said Jake. Why would some dangerous criminal make up rubbish like that? It's not stupid, I said. We're building a pattern here. So far, all the clues have led to objects. A mirror, an anchor, now gloves. Now we just need to work out what they mean when you put them together. Yeah? Gloves. Yeah? Secret series. Yep. Oh my gosh, so connected. Chocolate. I get what Jake is saying, though, said Matthew. It's all a bit weird, don't you think? Serious criminals leaving each other handwritten notes that basically tell... Basically, anyone could find. Hal smiled. People expect there to be more high-tech methods in the criminal underworld, but you'd be surprised. Sometimes it's just a basic passing, basic as passing a note. He said. In fact, I intercept. I intercepted an uh, another message from the gravestone gravestone today. Jake leapt forward and snatched the slit of paper. Wow. I know what a, he's a brat. Bright like diamonds. Hard like a rock, I'm crushed or cubed or solid or solid block. Bright like diamonds, hard like rock, I'm crushed. It's ice. 
Well, that's so easy. Really, that's so easy, said Matthew. Hang on, don't tell me, said Jake, reading the riddle. His lips moved silently. I'd also worked it out. It wasn't as hard as the other ones. And the word cube gave it away. Glass, said Jake, looking up. No, it's ice, said Matthew. It's bright like diamonds, hard, and it can be crushed or cubed in a drink, a solid or a block. That's a lot of rubbish, said Jake. You've both lost your minds if you believe that this is real. He walked across the room and waited. Matthew, are you coming, said Jake. Matthew didn't move. Not right now. I'll head back in a bit, he said. Fine, you two stay here and play imaginary games. I've had enough of this. I've just got I've got some planning of my own to do. See you later, losers. Jake stormed I know. Jake stormed out of the cottage. You don't think he'll tell anyone, do you? I said to Matthew. No, nah, he's not a snitch, he said. He'll get over it. I think I should relocate to the safe house now, he's Hal said. I'll I'd forget about that. Uh, I think I should relocate to the safe house right now, said Hal. I'd forgotten all about that. I know he is. Wouldn't it be better to go later, said Matthew? There are far too many people around. I just saw Hannah on her way here. You're right, I said as they turned to Hal. We'll come back after dark. Let's say midnight. I looked at Matthew, and he was a part of this now, one of the team. Matthew, will you come too, I said. Matthew looked at me, and then Hal, sure, he said. Oh, this is going to be good. Oh, maybe he'll get over his um, his OCD. Good. Oh, that's good.